Welcome to Arbor Bridge Church's weekly podcast with your teacher, Daryl Canty. Arbor Bridge Church exists to bridge the gospel and our community by connecting people to Jesus and each other. Visit us online at arborbridgechurch.com. morning to my church family. I uh, hope you're having a great holiday season, Christmas season. Um, I'm away from you guys today, but I'm thinking of you and I wish I could be with you. Uh, last week, last Sunday, I started a new series called Building a Better Future. And I talked a little bit about the idea of creating uh, New Year's resolutions. Each year, many of us create New Year's resolutions, uh, myself included. But sometimes I forget to create resolutions that have to do with building character or building um, my spiritual disciplines or developing my spiritual character. And so this year, I wanted to pause specifically and to invite God into this process of helping us create goals for the next year and have him be a part of the, the goals that we create for 2022. Um, I asked some friends today to share with you the goals that they created as a way to kind of inspire us all towards the kind of goals that we could create for ourselves. Um, I hope that you enjoy what they have to share today, and I'm sure that you can benefit from the things that they're going to bring to the table. I hope that you have an awesome worship service. See you soon. My name is Tierra Jackson. Um, I teach the little kids here, and I'm a teacher in real life, third grade. Um, I have three daughters, Trinity, Courtney, and Jasmine. Um, So I've been thinking about this for a couple of weeks. What would be my goals um, for 2022? What's my goal? And I saw this post on Facebook about um, for 2022, we're folding the laundry as soon as it comes out of the dryer and I was like God is speaking to me like that's I think that's the goal but I was like that's probably not what Daryl meant so I had to think of something else um and so I've just been thinking for a couple of weeks and um like many of us on New Year's morning I woke up um yesterday and I was so grateful for Uh, just making it to another year. And I began to pray to thank God for letting me um, make it to another year and blessing my daughters to make it to another year. And all of the, you know, 2021 was tough, but there were so many positives and so many great things that happened. And then, of course, my um, prayer turns to sadness, right? And um, crying and, you know, upset because of the negatives that happened in 2021. So I said, I'm going to get up. I'm going to go on a run. I need some fresh air, you know. I'm just going to keep it moving. You know, 2022, new me. You guys know all of our goals are, right, workout, right, exercise. Every year we make that goal again. Um, So I got up, and I got dressed, and I told the girls I'm going on a run. And... um, Of course, when you're running, you're alone, right? And so, again, my thoughts came back, 
And all I could think about was the people who did not come into 2022 with me. Um, And I just yelled, cried, you know. Um, You guys know I lost my grandpa and my brother this year. And um, not so sad about them being gone, but so sad about what I should have did. I should have went home and visited my grandpa a few more times. I should have connected with my brother or took my kids down to Toledo or, or invited them up a little bit more. And just that those opportunities are gone. So I decided that I'm going to be more intentional about my um, opportunities and my interactions with my friends and my family and this village that I have here. I'm going to make sure that I provide opportunities, whether it's face-to-face or on the phone or on the internet, um, and that those, in, those um, interactions are intentional, meaning that we're getting something out of them. We're motivating each other. And um, I realize that every, all of my thoughts, all of my intentions were about people and this world. Not once had I put God in any of those thoughts. I was, talking, I was thinking about who I had lost. I was thinking about who I was going to connect with. Not once had I thought about how I was going to connect to God and how I was going to connect to Jesus. And so my goal um, for 2023 is to have an intentional connection and interactions with God, intentional devotions, whether that means reading my Bible or praying with him in silence or singing with him, to have those intentional interactions. Um, And I wanted to go over a couple of Bible verses. Matthew 6 and 33 says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Um, You got to seek his word first. My goal is to seek his word first, to know and to understand, and just to be in a spiritual moment with him. Matthew 4 and 4. But he answered, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Back then, it was literally bread, right? They were talking about bread. Here, our bread is so many different things. He's not talking about man should not live by eating. Man should not live by friendships. Man should not live by um, having a job that they love. Man should not live by these social interactions, by going bowling, by going dancing, by the music you listen to. Those are, those are not the things that are your bread or your manna. Those are not going to fill you up. You also have to have the word of God and be in a spiritual relationship with him. And um, so that's my goal for 2023, or 2022. Sorry. Thank you. Hello, I'm Maria. I'm going to start calling you Tierra before every time because we tend to be on the same page. I'm going to have to change it next time. Uh, so, <clears throat> excuse me. So discipline's never been an issue for me. I'm really rigid. I really like structure and goals. And if you break the plans, I'm probably going to go into a mess and be really angry because I need to know what's going to happen. Well, I don't know about you, but 2021 just put all that out the window for me. So this past year has been a challenge would probably be an understatement. I think we all feel that in some capacity. 
my marriage, my work, being a parent, my kids back there screaming already. I'm like, come on, for once, be quiet, right? So we deal with all of that. So um, I've been pushed. I've had to be flexible. I don't like it. At work, we always say, our middle name is flexible. And every time I say it, I'm like, I hate this so much. They're like, you're doing so great. I'm like, but I'm dying inside. I don't like the flexibility. But here we are again, being flexible, pushing ourselves out of our boundaries. So when I'm stretched so thin, it kind of makes me go, forget it. Forget the rigidness. Forget the discipline. Forget any structure in life. If you're going to make me be rigid or not be rigid all the time, then forget it. I'm not even going to try anymore. So a lot of that discipline went out the window this past year. So uh, in that, I'm sure you can imagine spiritual discipline goes out the window as well. The things that once mattered don't matter anymore when everything is constantly changing. So Daryl said, hey, you want to speak about spiritual discipline? And I thought, sure. I'd love to pretend to get up there and say some things that I don't really mean. Love that. So, of course, I start praying about it, and I think, I know what I'm going to talk about. And then, of course, last night, the Holy Spirit's like, that's cute. You think you know what you're going to talk about. You're going to change your whole mind this morning and rewrite everything. So here we are. So this morning, I was reading and just thinking, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to get up. I don't want to get my kid up. Then I have to make her food, and I just I don't want to do anything right now. I just want to be, not lazy, but I just, I just don't want to be in the world right now. And so as I was reading, I started laughing, and I was like, So basically what I'm trying to do is just forget everything else and just be in control of all this yet again. Here we are. So uh, I went to to Matthew and Matthew 6 starts talking about, do not, so Matthew 6, 19, do not store up for yourself treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear, is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any of you... Can any one of you... By worrying, add a single hour to your life. And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the fields grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow thrown into the fire, will will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. Therefore, Maria, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Wow, 
didn't think I was going to cry. <laughs> My focus is simple. Simplicity. Being still. Recognizing that, you know, I have Daryl constantly in my head, which uh, that's not a good thing to be, but I do have in my head saying over and over and over again, if you believe that Jesus did these miracles, you believe that, why can't he do it for you? That's a really good question. And I ask myself a lot, obviously really believing it, but I ask myself that a lot. If I believe in those miracles, if I truly believe this, why can't he do it for me? So that's it. Simplicity, trusting in the Lord. Uh, While that may be easy for you, not for me. (laughs) Got to know what's coming next. I got to know, I got to be in control, Uh, which is exhausting. And often I fail. Well, not often, every time I fail. It's never right. It's never good enough. Uh, And so, yeah, so I'm going to be, I'm going to learn to be simple this year. Learn to, even if it looks like getting rid of some things, um, Saying no to constantly going, saying no to sitting in bed and getting up and doing the laundry, learning to, learning to, to trust that whatever is coming is from the Lord. Hey, y'all. Um, I'm Jaeger. I use they, them pronouns, and I'm a PhD student at the University of Michigan, which essentially just means I take really hard classes, I read all the time, and sometimes I get to teach lower-level college classes, which is the fun part. Um, The not-so-fun part is that um, grad school really, really stretches you. I think probably a lot of things stretch you, and this is not actually a very um, unique thing. I think this is just life in general, but grad school has stretched me in ways that I really didn't expect to be stretched. Um, So last year, I had some disagreements with people in my department, with my supervisors, because of values I hold and who I am. Um, And I never thought I was going to be in that position. It was really difficult. Um, I almost fully left my program. Um, Still there for now. We'll see. I've got a whole year ahead of me. Um, But as a defense mechanism last year, I really, really focused on justice and the ways in which I could make things better in my department, at my school, in general, in my community, And I think that was a really good focus for me for the year. But an unintended consequence of that was that I saw things really black and white sometimes. I saw people as good and bad. So on the one hand, it was really good that I saw people as good and as allies and as people I wanted to protect. But you don't ever want to see someone as bad. That's not good for how you treat people. That's not good for your mental health and how you see the world. So, this year I am trying to expand how I focus on making right and making community by challenging myself. Here's an ideological goal, and then we'll get to a more practical goal. Um, Challenging myself to rethink how I think of mercy and justice. 
Um, I have always thought about mercy as being nice and justice as being mean, but for like similar reasons, for making right. Um, but I think maybe justice isn't quite as focused on punishment as I've always thought of it. I think maybe justice... Um, I've been talking to friends who do community advocacy and then thinking about the last couple lessons Daryl has done on forgiveness and restoration. I'm thinking more of justice as restoration in general and seeing how I can extend relationships to people that I maybe would have boxed out before. So um, redefining justice is my goal for 2022, which is kind of funny because the first research paper I ever wrote was on justice and Romans 117. It was a really, really, really bad research paper. (laughs) But it got me into my master's program, so sometimes we got to take things as they are and let ourselves grow. So redefining justice is a little bit nebulous, so I've decided to each month do a little bit more of a practical goal. I'm not sure what all of them are going to be, but for this month, my goal is to every day thank someone for something, not just like uh, walking out the door like, hi, thanks for holding the door, but like uh, like looking someone in the eyes, be like, thank you for doing this thing for me. It makes a really big difference. I appreciate you, and it makes a difference in my life. Because I figure that way people know that they're appreciated, that they know their efforts aren't wasted when they're like, you know, it's hard to be a good person right now. Um, but it also will remind me that I have people in my corner and that I have allies and people that are supporting me. So, the January 2nd Jaeger thanks of January, I guess, um, is going to Daryl, who we'll, I guess, find out later. Um, uh, Daryl, thank you for giving me this opportunity today. I am really bad at habits. I have ADHD, so they are the most important thing to my life, but also the most difficult thing to my life. Um, So this type of commitment, I think, is going to be really good for me, and you gave me that opportunity. And also, thank you for um, welcoming me into this church family. Um, I, for various reasons, have had a really difficult time with church the last couple years, and I think um, this year is going to be different. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information on our church, visit us online at arborbridgechurch.com.